In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Coindoc Pro. We are your hosts. My name's Jake. Pruitt. I mean, Luke. <laughs> and I'm the other Jake. Yeah. Welcome back to episode 21. We got our new co host, Pruitt, with us. Luke died of the DARPA bug. <laughs> He's it got him. He's gone. He's gone. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So we're slowly starting to transition Pruitt in. We gave him a bunch of Luke's clothes. <laughs> do the eye thing. Yeah. Do the weird eye thing. I don't get paid enough for that at this show. Yeah. Ouch. Ooh. Burn. Oh. Too far. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I can barely reach around this mic. Yes. We got the setup. Anyway, episode 21, don't know if any of y'all, y'all know this, but we're recording this on July 21st, 2022, and it's episode 21. Holy shit. Weird. And the uh, CME is supposed to be hitting right around now, right? The what? The big Chrome. solar flare. Oh, yeah. It's going to take us all out. So we're all going to die. Yeah. Sick. Yep. So, speaking of which... Um, some crazy news been going on this week. More mm-hmm. world leaders have been falling off the reservation. We had Italy's president, prime prime minister, whatever it is, take off. Uh, Belgium stepped down, and then Estonia stepped down, and then disbanded the government. Which, wow, yeah, it's like I'm Good out. Luck. Yeah, and Good so luck, is folks. everything else. <laughs> it's all gone. Good luck. Yep. So, kind of weird. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be like that with the gas prices, dude. It's going to be just like Mad Max. Yep. I'm definitely going to be the guy with the white mask and the super buff. Oh, yeah. What was his Luke name? dressed up like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was uh, Was it Lord Humongous? Yeah, yeah, it was. That's me. Played by me. Just walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> yep, that's your job. <laughs> Luke's going to be the guy in the little helicopter <laughs> with the dog. <laughs> Didn't he have a dog? That uh, was a Mad Max, the original Mad Max. No, he, it, he oh, had, no, it was he had Mad Max's snake. dog. He, he had, had the snake. He had yeah. the snake. The but was that the original or was that Road Warrior? That was Road, Road Warrior. Warrior, yeah. Yeah. 
that's the one that has the naked chick in it. Mm-hmm. Hey, fella, you're a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, get ready, folks. Um, it's coming. It's going to be like Thunderdome. Call Tina Turner. Yep, get her on. Mm-hmm. Get her on the horn. <laughs> and then... Uh, we don't need another... Oh, sorry. Yeah, not this show. Okay. Too soon. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and now Biden's sick. He's got the, uh, the Ronas. So... Or cancer. Yeah. Claims that he had cancer or something in some random speech that he gave about some, some like, green initiative thing. He's a real puffy-looking guy. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. They may be marking it up to get ready to take him down and say... I mean, it's uh, the timing is super weird because supposedly the first week of August is when the... um, Results or whatever the treaty was at the WHO 75th summit mm-hmm. is supposed to be uh, released, and it's we've been seeing country leaders just falling off and quitting, or the one guy got killed, and it seems like they're just kind of setting Biden up for the for the next stepping down moment because he's one of the I can't remember which one of the prime ministers or presidents it was from another country was stepping down due to some um, kind of a an issue there was like it was probably a restless leg syndrome yeah no it wasn't no, oh, no, restless no. anus syndrome yeah. <laughs> remember that yeah <laughs> yeah uh no but it was over um some kind of a corruption thing or some some mm. crime that had happened so mm. now you got biden's son <clears throat> kind of maybe potentially going to get indicted so and he's sick and his health is failing and everybody keeps talking about, even joe joe biden was talking about potentially needing to back him off of his routine and so if he steps down the, isn't the secession plan in the government that Kamala Kabbala steps up and then Pelosi is the VP two wonderful women I think that's how it goes my brother and I were googling it on the drive back from Salt Lake I think that's what it was I forgot how the tournament go dude he killed everybody Fuck yeah. Subbed everybody out. Nice. Except for in the absolute division. He got subbed out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, man? That's how you Submissions grow, man. Submissions happen. That's how you grow. He did really good. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's been, he's been a metal chaser, so he's been doing really good. Wants to go down and do some more competitions. and so Awesome. Dude's a monster. Um, so, yeah. We're about to be taken over by Pelosi and Kabbalah Harris. There we go. Get it? Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. You guys got it. We got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to know which button to which, hit. Which one is it? D? It's D. Thank you. Thank you very I'm much. It. I'm on it. I was in radio, remember? Oh, yes. That's right. Radio. <laughs> yep. You should know that D is always rim shot. D is always rim shot. There we there go. We go. <clears throat> got it. <clears throat> Uh, what else you guys got other than E-Town Concrete we talked about last week is playing in San Francisco, what, where place? What hall? Uh, I, I Some place in San Francisco. They only used to do a Valentine's Day show, so that's yeah. pretty cool they're doing all these. There's a bunch of bands. Yeah. Hoods. Yeah, Hoods, Shattered Realm. No Zodiac. Those guys are badass. They haven't yeah. put out anything in forever, though. Comeback Kid, Lionheart, Fury of Five, Shattered Realm. Yep. Yep. The only band they're missing is Kuru (laughs) and Sinister (laughs) and Brawl (laughs) and Brawl. (laughs) 
We were not in Brawl. We just were fans of Brawl. Were. Were. <laughs> Above the law. What a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Deadbeat bastards. <laughs> Yep, that was a good. That was a good, uh, good, good track right there. <laughs> Remember, uh, what was what show was it? We went and saw them at. Well, you guys got to go to the show. I didn't get to go. It was Stuck Mojo and Skin, Skin Lab. Lab. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> at the old Jonestown, or was it Livewire? It was Jones, Jones Street. Street. Yeah, Jones Street. Jones Street. Yep. That would have been way cooler if it was Jonestown, though. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody drink up your Kool Aid. <laughs> Come on in, folks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, but, so this is a kind of an interesting story. My parents were, they had heard through somebody that my dad knew that they were selling drugs behind the counter, remember? Yeah. At, I at remember. Jones Street. And this is like some shitty club here. And I think they just had like mostly local bands and maybe every now and then like a regional act or something would play. So this local band Brawl had brought in Skin Lab and Stuck Mojo from Atlanta. And I think that those guys had a guitar player that was related to Seven Dust's guitar player or drummer or something like that. So Skin Lab was from California. Yeah. But I think uh, Stuck Mojo was from East. But remember Stuck Mojo, one of the guitar players was in the WWF. Yeah. Or whatever that was, oh, WWE yeah. or some shit like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's grinding some shit on stage. Sparks are flying. We could have. I think he, I think he was grinding a pig's head. Yeah, wasn't it? it was like a metal pig's yeah. head. Yeah, Mister Pig. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was awful. Yeah. So, so Mister Pig. That's the one. Mister Pig. That's right. So my prowl. So I'm on a hunt. <laughs> these guys got to go to the show. <laughs> well, you parents, were inside. My parents were like, you can go, but then you have to leave at this time. And so I think I got to see part of Skin Lab. I didn't get to see Stuck Mojo. I, Skin Lab opened it. I got to see like the... No, I saw Brawl. You saw Brawl. Because Brawl's uh, singer, Eric, was like, yeah, every time we bring a national act, nobody shows up. We can sell but this place out. But we sell this place out. It's like, dude, no, you don't. No, you don't. There's like oh, 15 happen, people. Dude. And Doesn't three happen. of them are in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway... We uh, well, Luke, he was just a loser hanging out with high school kids. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hasn't changed much. Because <laughs> now he watches more ET. <laughs> yeah, and now you don't <laughs> make uh make the bones by changing oil. Did you? Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, so my my parents said you could watch the show. I got to see Brawl play. I think they probably only played a twenty minute set, and then Skin Lab started playing. But I think they came out late or something like that. And then next thing you know, my dad was like walking through the door yeah. looking for I me. I remember that. And he like, was my pissed. dad's here. And he was so mad. <laughs> and then I had to leave, so I didn't get to see the, the headliners. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss much. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. What does it take to be a man? <laughs> yeah, skin lab. <laughs> Their drummer had those like gigantic toms. Oh, Remember yeah. how big those were? They were yeah. the world's it's biggest like, toms. His whole kit was made out of bass drums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, you need a little bit more dynamics than just bass drums and a cymbal. <laughs> He's like, no, dog, no, I don't. <laughs> anyway, good, uh, good old times. So, you guys got anything else? You were gonna say something before I cut you off. I don't. 
I don't remember it now. God, my bad. It's still hot here. Oh, dude. It's like it's 108. Yeah. Yeah. We're about to get the heat dome. Oh, yeah. It's coming this week. Dude. Yeah, it's bad. It's pretty awesome. Hopefully, my yard doesn't die. I put some ironite on it or ironite. I think that's what it is. Some shit like that. Yeah. Looks pretty green right now, but it's probably going to get browned up. I just tried to mow the lawn before <laughs> you guys came over. Fucking lawnmowers did. I'm going to buy a new one tomorrow. Is it electric? Yeah. Well, that's your problem. You need gas. No, Power. I don't want to go buy a gas Dude, can. Dude, don't be that guy. My brother's that guy. Dude, now he's got this, my mom being that guy. This one we've had seven years. <laughs> seven years. I guess it's a long time for a battery. You don't have a battery. It's a plug-in. I'm oh, going to get a battery. That's even worse. I had one of those, but it was a weed eater. I had one that, at our old house, and it was plugged in by that and got going a little bit crazy and got that thing tangled up and cut the cut the sheath and I had to throw that you, electric cord away. Do you think since we're right here I should like set up a crowdfunding thing to get a new Yeah, bar? does anybody if anybody what is it? What's it called? GoFundMe. GoFundMe. If anybody wants to set up a GoFundMe for Jake's new um lawnmower. Lawnmower. Just info.cohen.pro <laughs> at yahoo.com let's make sure we get like three million dollars in that and then we need a good mower yes. yeah those mowers are spinning yes. <laughs> his front yard only needs at least one and a half passes to make it mowed or is it like three it just kind of depends on how many you do or how narrow the mower is yeah you could just do it with a weed eater well here's the bitch of it is I just put a new blade on it the last time I mowed Tits up. You got hose. Fuck tits up. up. Went blades up. You got hose, man. Blades up, bitch. Blades up, hose down. All right. You guys got anything else? I don't think Before so. We'll move into the next part of this. Yep. All right. Okay. So, pretty excited about today's episode. We have a special guest, actually, our first guest. Um, and really cool that this individual decided to drop what they're doing and come onto our show, considering that we're like only 21 episodes in so really awesome yeah um so our guest today is an attorney author and researcher he's a graduate of the university of california berkeley with a dis- degree in history he also has a jd and is a member of the state of bar of california he's authored five books prophet of evil alistair crowley 9-11 in the new world order abomination devil worship and the deception in the west memphis three murders children of the beast Aleister Crowley's Shadow Over Humanity, Global Death Cult, The Order of Nine Angles, Adam Waffen, and the Slaughter of the Innocents, The Smiley Face Killers, Who's Abducting, Torturing, and Killing College-Age Men in the U.S. and U.K. He's also made five documentaries, Occult Hollywood Volume 2, Prophet of Evil, uh, Aleister Crowley 9-11 in the New World Order, The Smiley Face Killers, Who is Abducting and Murdering Young Men in the U.S. and U.K., Smiley Face Killers Volume 2, and the slaughter continues, and then Children of the Beast, Alistair Crowley's Shadow Over Humanity. He's worked as a producer for the Ed Opperman Report for three years. He's an OG podcaster with over 700 episodes. He's been on every major podcast, interviewed literally anybody who's anybody, and uh, we'd like to welcome our first guest, the one and only Mr. William Ramsey of Mr. William Ramsey Investigates. Uh, Welcome, William. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, we really appreciate you coming on. Did I miss anything in your CV other than you have not been the governor of California? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, I've done a few, uh, written a few books and made a few documentaries. COVID gave me some time to uh, complete some stuff that I, I wanted to always do. But, uh, yeah, I tried to stay busy. Yeah, I was kind of wondering how you're able to do all of that because I know you got family, what kids and a wife and all that stuff. It's like, how do you find the time? We we do this once a week and I barely find the time to like do a one hour podcast. How do you find the time to make five documentaries, write five books? I think that I don't have other hobbies. <laughs> I think I'm pretty boring. So I'm researching all the time. So some people who watch sports or uh, yeah. go surfing or hiking, I, I will spend like surfing the web for information on people and things for hours. So I think that that's it. I've been doing it for a long time like i've been yeah researching since be like at the very beginning of the internet i was using it to try to find things out so it's been 25 years and for me it was like it was like i uh the what i was taught in high school and stuff just left out so much of the real facts actually i think i was thinking about it the other day a lot of american history is just totally fake yeah so yeah. you have to kind of go out and find out really the truth yeah, and that's a scary thing to consider. But like JFK is fake, 9/11's fake, a lot of the health information's fake. Yeah, the political actions of America are fake. That we're some kind of like uh, benevolent Christian, you know, overseer of the world is fake. When we've just subjugated and subverted countries all over the world, like the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that uh, that makes me, you know, not coming from a background where i knew of that stuff from an early age that made me really want to research everything so that's why i have time and that's because so the seeds of all of those books and stuff come out of that research yeah it's pretty wild man like do you ever get like people getting really really um anxious and weird with you when you talk about 9-11 being fake all the time i mean i think i just have recently like oh your whole worldview's you know, you're mentally ill, you must have, you know, been dropped as a child. Oh, you know, you hear all kinds <laughs> that, of that old stuff one? Like that. Yeah, that one. Did you drive by do you have like an acid his L S D history? That's another favorite favorite. Um it's, but I mean I don't like my conclusions on 11 yeah. at all. So yeah. when people say you're you think it's fake, like I wish it wasn't fake. I honestly believe that the whole story of 9-11 till 2003. I was not one of the early uh, critics like uh, Dave McGowan mm. or what's it William? What's the guy's name who ran that show? Oh, anyway, there was uh, there were a couple other people who keyed into it earlier than me. I didn't. So. Um, it was Bill you know, Cooper, I, I just, one of those guys? Yeah, William Cooper. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Cooper. Thank you. Yeah. They, they got it right away, but I didn't. So. Yeah. It's just wild because I got a lot of friends that, you know, served overseas and, you know, like close friends, a lot of them. And, and I feel bad talking around them about this specific thing because that specific topic because it's, you know, it's very touchy. I mean, they, they were over there and they lost friends and they saw the up close, you know, realities of war and you don't want to think that that was in you know some kind of vein or whatever but i don't know it's just always been a hot button topic it gets it becomes super i mean can you imagine if you believe the cover story and changed your whole life and went to war and believing that actual um osama bin laden 
and then it became Saddam Hussein. If you remember, they yeah. switched it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if it, that was the real reason, and you dedicated your life, and you lost a limb or, or whatever, or lost your life, or or had PTSD, like that would be terrible. And I really think that the American people don't understand the kind of uh, trauma-induced mind control that 9/11 really was, because I do think that it was done intentionally to get all these people traumatized to manipulate them yeah and that's that's a horrible thing to consider it really is it's awful it's almost like you don't even want to know that somebody could be that manipulative you'd much rather just believe that osama bin laden sent 19 people to you know drop planes with and box then mag- seriously drop <laughs> yeah. with box cutters drop three buildings right yeah, yeah. so have right, you so. have you ever listened to or do you know who rob skiba is yeah, I know Rob Skiba. I'm yeah. familiar with him. Okay. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away. Yeah. Um, did you ever hear his theory on uh, 9-11 actually being the birth, uh, Jesus' birthday? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. But it, it wasn't him. It's not his idea at all. Yeah, come, right. Somebody else. Yeah. I just He was the first person that I ever heard, <coughs> excuse me, um, talk about that. And it actually made sense, especially when you think about the occult and I think about the you know, the Antichrist and the coming beast system and all that stuff. And I think about 9-11 and the New World Order. To me, it makes yeah, we're sense. In, we're, in the in, we're in the infancy of the beast system. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. We're there. We're definitely, we're just getting stronger and stronger. So. Yeah, what do you think of all these world leaders that are getting knocked off, that are just like, you know, stepping down? I think that they all they were all probably manipulated by the WEF and the people behind the WEF. And the people who were there were got were fed up. So Sri Lanka, London, was it England? Yep. Italy. People are keying Estonia. in. That, hey, something. More. Yeah. Estonia. Yeah. It's probably more to come. Yeah. That's so what I was. We were talking about it on the beginning of the show before you came on uh, about you know Biden and now he's got COVID and you know his son is now looking at a potential. Um, indictment and you know all of these health issues with him and it's almost like they're just kind of setting him up to be the next guy to have to step down and then they move Kabbalah Harris up there and uh, Nancy Pelosi is the VP I mean it would, it, it would be terrifying I, I don't I think that um, <laughs> the media really dictates the agenda yeah. it's really sad it's not the people so the people, whoever controls the media controls the minds and the fact that they're talking about Biden now instead of before the election is, is it's obviously a selective agenda. So, yeah, um, he could go. The guys, obviously, Joe Biden stole the election was stolen. Joe Biden's corrupt. And so is his son. So, yeah, if I dude, the stuff on his his laptop, I'd be arrested. Yeah, for sure. We mm-hmm. talked about that last week. You see, oh. you know, videos or pictures of 21 grams of uh, crack cocaine. You know, in a video, if you stop some random gangbanger on the street, 21 grams of crack cocaine um, in the Fed system, they're going to take uh, a several-year ride for that. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so there's a lot of problems. Yeah, I've, I sincerely. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had uh, relations with his brother's daughter, and she was underage. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so <laughs> I think that that's that's. I mean, that's a. I don't. You know. Yeah. There's a lot of problems there. Yeah, a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There was a conversation between. I just saw it the other day again. They just posted it like it was something new, of a text thing between Hunter Biden and his brother's ex-wife, who 
Hunter Biden also had a relationship with. Yeah. yeah and you can tell, like, yeah, she's saying stay away from my daughter. Yeah. So why is she saying that now? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's crazy. And I had heard that 4chan, some people in 4chan had somehow, um, you know, got something on the, on the, the iCloud and had released oh, a yeah, bunch of yeah. information from the laptop. Right. And so, I don't know, it's just getting weird, but I feel like, because we had talked about it in one of our episodes about the uh, monkeypox and the 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 Who's seventy fifth summit, specifically that there was a treaty that was going to be signed that was going to take away state sovereignty or country sovereignty. You know, when a future pandemic comes up and all that stuff, and they are supposed to. Uh, I had heard so they were supposed to release those results or the treaty results in the first week of August, and it just is interesting to see the timing of all these world leaders stepping down or being forced out. And it's right before this this thing is supposed to be, um, you know, released. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. And then what's also incredible is, at least for the states, like nobody, nobody of the politicians are saying, hey, we're losing our sovereignty to the WHO. Very few, maybe Rand Paul. Yeah. But you would think that that would be people would be rioting in the streets. Like, I'm not going to let these people, unelected people, tell me what to do. But that's that's what they're trying to do. Well, William, I feel like the reason why the Roe v. Wade was overturned at the timing that it was, was intentionally to distract everybody from the results of the, of the who summit is what I think. But anyway, did you always surprise me? Did you grow up in California or? No, I was born in Omaha, Nebraska. I grew up in Northern California. (laughs) Then I spent three years in DC and got out of there. Then went back to NorCal and worked as a lawyer. And then there was a downturn in the economy 9-11 9-11 happened, and then I moved to Los Angeles, and I've been in Los Angeles since 2001. So how come you haven't come to Idaho like the rest of them? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I, I should. You're actually... I the, thought they were going to Texas. No, they were going to Texas. There's a lot going to Texas, but there's a lot from Idaho. But to be honest, like we've actually got a lot of solid people from California. We did get some turds, but we got a lot of really solid people. In fact, a lot of the friends that I have that listen to this podcast are super solid and from California and we welcome those people and we would welcome you as well. So, but never know. Yeah. You got to come up. Boise's pretty nice other than it's 108 right now. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. It's like Phoenix Uh, only not as cool. No, I didn't even know it got that hot. It's it's not that hot. It's like a hundred and two or hundred and three. It just still, feels that's like, still pretty hot. We're, we're a desert. Yeah, yeah, we're high desert. We're basically like if you went to you know Las mm-hmm. Vegas, very similar type of you know high desert environment or Reno. You know, what's your elevation? About twenty five hundred. Oh, that's that's actually a lot higher. I didn't know it was that high. Yeah, and then there's a that's pretty high. We're right at the base of a mountain range, so there's a ski resort right there, and then a couple, you know, pretty big reservoirs, lakes around us. And dude, stop selling. Sorry, yeah, stop it sucks, <laughs> William. It sucks. You don't want to come here or anybody right, else. That's what you're supposed to say. Exactly. <laughs> just you. Yeah. Only yeah, your own. Just you. Anyway, so um, we're glad to have you on. We specifically wanted to talk to you about your research that you came across when you were doing your book about uh, Aleister Crowley and the occult numbers that came out of that. Can you, we didn't want to like bastardize your stuff, you know, because that's what we were going to talk about with our audience, but could you educate our audience about that investigation and kind of, you know, the numbers that you came across and kept coming across and kind of their, their meaning or relation? 
Sure. I mean, essentially, like I said earlier, I didn't really come to the truth of what really happened to 9-11, 2003, 2004. So I was kind of like a hidden researcher. I was watching the other researchers. I watched Loose Change. I followed people talking about it online, alternate media all the way. No, no corporate media. And there was a guy, his name was Captain May. He's passed away, but he kind of keyed it. He had something called Ghost Troop. And he was definitely was a military guy. He seemed to have some connections with a bunch of other ex-military people. But he wrote an article that showed that there was an over-preponderance of this number 11, right? So I read that article. I'm like, yeah, there really are. What's Why is it flight 11, date 11? So I didn't really know what that meant. But then I started researching. You know, I just was always reading. And I came across something where I saw this 11 associated and a 93 associated with Alistair Crowley. And I went, okay, why is there a 93 and 11 associated with Alistair Crowley and the events of 9-11? So then I said, who is Alistair Crowley? So it led me down that path of figuring out who this person was. I knew, And then I started to realize what the occultist said he was. Then I realized what the people who had written biographies about Crowley. There was one by Lawrence Sutin. There was one that I read, another by... Oh, I can't remember his name, but there were some were sympathetic of Crowley, some were academic. Sutton's is more academic. But then there were other ones of people who knew Crowley. So there was a lot of different biographies. So then I read those, and then I said, well, I can actually, the internet is going to allow me to read what Crowley actually wrote. So then I started reading, reading what Crowley wrote. He had a very long autobiography um, that I wrote, that I read. And then I just started looking through all of the pictures of him and all of the kind of graphics and stuff. He was an artist, too. And I'm seeing this 11 and all this stuff. And it led me to the Book of the Law, which was something that Crowley said it was a received book in 1904. And I'm just saying, like, people who are of me are of 11. And you just saw this whole 11 preponderance. I'm like, what's this guy who died in 1947? How could he have anything to do with 9-11? Well, ideologically, if you look through Crowley more than kind of a glance and actually look into his stuff he was definitely actually it's kind of a it's kind of a uh, current or something that really goes back to Pythagoras which Crowley kind of ripped off which is the universe can be be described by through new numbers right so you can and it's kind of a mathematical you know the Pythagorean theorem but Pythagoras was like a really a wise man and knew a lot of stuff you have to go back and look at the occultist view of Pythagoras instead of like what you learned in, in algebra. Anyway, so Crowley believed in all these numbers. He came through the Golden Dawn. He knew, was familiar with their kind of doctrines. And the foundation of his kind of religion, Thelema, was kind of the number 11, which is the number of magic. It had kind of a negative view in the Golden Dawn. Um, it's it, it pops up all the time and even modern culture people are exposed to it they may not know it overtly but it's everywhere Harry Potter, Tyler Durden the 11 uh, inch wand of Harry Potter huh. so the 11's there but Crowley took the 11 and integrated it into his old system the reason it's important to a magician is that it represents the coming together of the pentagram and hexagram the pentagram represents microcosm i think in this the hexagram represents the macrocosm so the macrocosm and microcosm come together in the the 
the coming together of two different opposite forces into the magician. So 11 is very important, and it was in the book of the law, and then Crowley's dictum, do it thou wilt, should be the whole of the law. It's 11 syllables long, hmm. and it just goes through. It's really kind of a foundational idea in Crowley, and so that really was like, okay, then is Crowley's ideology associated with the events of 9-11? And if you look through what happened after 9-11, the wars, the aggregation of power and kind of elite groups, oligarchy, the New World Order concepts. And then, uh, so it just goes on. And I mean, you can actually, it gets George W. Bush had his famous New World Order speech on September 11th, 1990, 11 years to the day Mm. of 9-11 event. And that's not by mistake. That's actually very thought out. So that's it. So 11.93 represents Crowley. So Crowley believed in gematria. It's a subset of the Kabbalah. And the gematria takes certain words in a language and reduces them to their numerical value. And two main kind of Greek words that Crowley used is thelema and agape. And in his gematria calculation, both equaled 93. So that 93 became an important number in Crowley's system. And then the 77 is like the 77 names of the devil. Mm. It's also 77 is Libra 77, which you can read about Crowley, which is kind of a dictum of, it's called Libra Oz. It's a dictum of Crowley's ideas of man. It's distilled, it has all kinds of Kabbalic meaning. So to really get the magic or impact, you kind of, at least in Crowley's system, you have to have everything in a certain place. So you have to have the right amount of syllables, the right numbers. And so Libra Oz, you can read. And, And the intro is, um, blasphemy, really, for a Christian, which is there's no God but man. Yeah. And then it goes on to say the dictums are, if anybody gets it, you know, you do what thou wilt, you can do whatever you want, but if anybody gets in your way, you can destroy them. So, 77, and, and the, really kind of the more rarefied thing about Crowley is the 175, which is a ritual about you do something for the God you adore. And that's kind of like a it's a theme within the occult. Like if you really love Lucifer, Satan, you adore me. And you'll see it within literature and music and things like that. People use that term in relationship to Luciferian or Satanism. So that's the general overview of the numbers of the planes that happened on that date. And that's really just to me, it was ritual. Like the date was choreographed, ritualized. Like somebody was doing ceremonial magic in a tomb or a magical room it got externalized into the world and i think it was to make change in the world according to like the fundamental dictum of crowley's magic is what's the purpose of magic the definition is to make change in the world according to your will yeah so that's basically that's what i learned so yeah. that's what i think was integrated into 9-11 yeah it's pretty crazy because um once i started I think I'd heard it the first time on the occult rejects when they're talking about the numbers. And then I started following you and, and getting a little bit further into, you know, the history behind it and your writings and all that stuff. And then I started seeing these numbers everywhere, like yeah. everywhere. Me too. And Me too. in fact, we were just talking last week about Son of Sam and you had Manny, uh, what was his name? Grossman? Or, Grossman, yeah. yeah you had had Manny Grossman on and I'd listened to that podcast you guys were talking about. Um, Son of Sam and, and all the stuff. And last week when we were talking about it, Luke was over here talking about Yonkers, New York. And I'm like, wait a minute, Yonkers is a seven letter word and New York is a seven letter letter word. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Right, 70, and that 77. Whole, 
Yeah, you can go look at the Yonkers that uh, park. Was yeah, old, it, uh, uh, Undermeyer. Under Untermeyer Park. And yeah. Go look up Untermeyer. He's all over the like a big time lawyer, total occultist. Has the Sphinx on there in his park. I mean, it's in the two pillars. It's super occult. Yeah. Um, so once you kind of fear realize this numerology, you realize like there's an undercurrent of this stuff all over the place. I mean, Harry Potter is a perfect example because it's probably one of the most important uh, popular film series next to Star Wars or something like that in history. And it's just, she integrated all kinds of alchemy, occultism, and she knew it from the yeah. very beginning. She knew the key numbers. Yeah. So Harry Potter, the alchemy of Harry Potter is that he's a potter. And so you're supposed to alchemically, your spiritual path is to turn clay into gold. Yeah, that transmutation. Yeah, exactly. So she had it all down. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that Stranger Stranger Things right now is like one of the, you know, the biggest shows on Netflix. And if you go and look at that, like I was watching season four. I don't know if you've watched that show at all. Do you have you seen that show at all? I think I think my talks actually influenced that show. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. That's pretty cool because it's all there. Yeah. Her name is Eleven. Yeah. Um, they have the smiley face. All of the visuals, even into season four, are visuals from uh, my research into the West Memphis Three. Oh. The kids on the bikes. Oh. All the the trailers. That's interesting. Um, the bikes that are left around. The disappearing kid. His name is Byers. That's one of the kids who was oh, murdered. Oh, yeah. Shit, right? Yeah. yeah. They actually what? did this. No, listen to this. They did a li little wordplay. They can do They do this. There's a 77 in the first season uh, where they do a little wordplay that, that Kubrick used to do. Mm -hmm. But they did a wordplay in season four. Like, I'm only on the third thing. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really clever. They called somebody Miss Kelly. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that that character in like the season four episode three? It's a Jesse Miss Kelly. They're playing little word games in that whole oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I didn't I catch know. that. And if you go, yeah, look at this. Go back and look at the end. I think it's episode eight, season one. Before the uh, Demogorgon shows up, there's a smiley face on the back of the couch. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. No. Mm -hmm. So they're putting stuff in there. They definitely listen. Hundred. I don't have. No idea who the Duffer brothers are. Hundred percent convinced that they've listened to you know, stuff I've talked. You, you should sue the them. Government. You should sue them. I know a really good attorney named William Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, I, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. It's, I can I'll tell you stuff. It gets even more deep. Like for me watching it, I mean, I, I absolutely know that they listen to my stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you right now. I know that they've listened to at least one of my two of my shows. They're yeah. following my work. Yeah. They're f because yeah. it integrates stuff from Crowley, West Memphis Three, and the Smiley Face Killers. It's in there. The Demogorgon is one of the 77 names of the devil. You can go walk, pick up Anton LaVey's The Satanic Bible. Mm. It's listed right there. That's in Prophet of Evil, which I published in 2010. Mm. A yeah. listing of those names. So, yeah. like, I can see it. The public may not see it. I can see it. Yeah, for sure. Who are they? Some of those characters. I mean, yeah. I mean, it gets really deep because Winona Ryder too was a West Memphis Three supporter. There's yeah, pictures of that's her right. with West Memphis Three yeah. support group too. Oh man, that's crazy. There was one yeah, one was thing I picked up um, in season four when uh, they're in the van 
and they're having a conversation. I can't remember the two characters' names right now, but he's talking Nancy, about Nancy and Nancy something. and uh, yeah Steve. Yeah, and they're Steve's talking about how many kids he wants. He's like, I want you know three, four, five, six kids, and then Nancy six kids. Yeah, six kids. I was like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's your six, six, six right there. Yeah, and that guy Munson is based upon um, based upon Eccles, right? Damien Eccles. Yes. That's what they said. So Eccles knows it. The guys who made the movie know it. So why are these weird correlations or synchronicities? No. They know my research, dude. It's an off the charts. They know some stuff, too. It was interesting that he played uh, Master of Puppets by Metallica. I thought that was interesting. Just the whole song about Master, you know, like puppetry and controlling. And then you have the Abyss opening and you have... You know, all these people potentially, you know, at least in Rev 9, Rev 13, like starting to get control. It's, I don't know. It was, there's a lot of symbology for sure. Um, Don't ruin it for me. I'm only on episode three of season four. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Why didn't you (laughs) say I I tried to tell you that in a previous episode. I don't watch it for the narrative. I'm like, what else are they going to put in? I was just joking, dude. They played Megadeth. (laughs) (laughs) So. William, I had reached out to you about a month ago. I was sitting at home, just happened to be reading an article about the Uvalde school shooting, and all of a sudden all these numbers started jumping out at me, and I was like, whoa, this is this is crazy. This is like, I just got done listening to a bunch of William Ramsey and the Occult Rejects. This has to be connected. So I'm going to run some of these numbers by you and just right. and just you tell me your thoughts. So in the Uvalde school shooting, Salvador Ramos, the shooting suspect, uh, entered the building on the west side and moved east through the building at 11.33 a.m. He entered room 111 and 112, which is where most of the killings took place. 18 people were injured, 21 people were killed, 11 victims died in room 111, and then the event ended at 12.50 p.m., making the incident 77 minutes long. So we have... 21 victims, 11 deaths in room 111, shooting started at 11.33 and lasted 77 minutes. 18 injured, 21 killed, add that number up and you get 39, which is 93 backwards. The shooting happened in room 111 and 112, add those together, you got 223, which is the caliber of the... um, weapon that he used uh, he could have been using a 556 but they're same, also same, same thing. thing pretty much yep. yeah and that is 322 backwards which is the number of the skull and bones and then some of the astrolo- uh astronomical events that took place around the time of the shooting salvador ramos's birthday is may 16th 2004 and on may 16th 2022 we had a blood moon lunar eclipse which is a supermoon blood moon and then on May 24th, the day of the shooting, we had a 33% lit crescent moon, which was 2.4 degrees from Mars, and Venus, Saturn, and Jupiter were all visit, visible uh, during that day. And then three days later, which I always, when I look at the occult, I always look at the, you know, the enemy trying to recreate or, you know, uh, counterfeit god or what god has so three days for you know the, the death of jesus and the resurrection um three days after the shooting on may 27th we had venus 
kissing a crescent moon, which is basically the the flag of Islam. So the the crescent moon with the with the Venus in the middle of it. So and I I brought up the astronomical uh, astronomical events because it seems like a really big thing in the occult, and I know the numbers. 21 came up in your research during global death cult because you talked about um the 21 dark gods right so to me it seemed pretty crazy and then i i I listened to another podcast where you talked about the moon jupiter mars the stargate the dark gate um all being connected to the ona's um like logo that that that's the order of the nine angles was Right. Jupiter, That's on the cover of my book. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Was Jupiter and Saturn involved in the Order of the Nine Angles? Do you know? I have, I'm pretty sure. I have to go back and look. The nine, right, there's nine planets. Oh, no. I think that there were, I forgot, their logo, it's, they're supposed to be the planets in the solar system other than Earth, and then a stargate at the beginning and the end. So but they think that there's portals at certain parts of the galaxy. So some of these constellations have portals, but that nine angle symbol, the original nine angle symbol that you see on the cover of my book has the planets and a, and two portals in it. That's what the nine angles are. And I tried not to look into it too much, but looking at all those numbers, like 77 minutes long, entering at 1133, killing 11 people in room 111, and then watching the breakdown and the timelines afterwards of, you know, the the response of law enforcement and stuff. And it was like, he had way more time to kill more people in that, more kids in that room. Why only 11? And so I started thinking, I, I don't, I'll get your take on it, but I think that this dude was demonically inspired or potentially possessed by a demonic entity and was able to hit these numbers supernaturally. He might have. He might have known stuff. You don't know. Because that guy Cremo, the guy Cremo who did the shooting in Highland Milwaukee, Park? right outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, Park. he had smiley faces. I was going to tell he, you the he, same he, thing. Yep. Yeah. No, I know. Isn't that no, crazy? No, but he broke. He, he had he had all of the hallmarks of being exposed to ONA. He was trying to get away. He, he dressed up like a girl. He he did things like he was trying not to get caught. Yeah. Um, so he and it's something strange is happening in the whatever psychosphere. I don't know what you call it in, in, in the psychological world now that the internet where these he was like Cremo was like a guy who had been exposed all kinds of stuff online and he you should hear him talk he says there's no cremo said there's no past there's no future there's only now that's directly out of manson stuff yeah i mean and then i mean so i don't know what in these young guys i don't know what they're doing online but um yeah there's real problems with the whole Uvalde thing, and there's a real problems with Cremo too, it, like how we got to that. Yeah, it almost seems because I was listening to, uh, or I read something where they had talked about the uh, Uvalde shooter. He worked at Wendy's, and and people would talk to him, and he would, "Don't you know who I am?" And he would ask questions like that. And to me, that's like that's telltale sign that this dude is being, you know, controlled by a demonic entity. Like, why would you say that? So, Do yeah. you know who I am? Like, the only people that say that is, you know, somebody that is not really 
you know, know that they're there. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to say something. It takes demonic or something like mind control to kill a bunch of kids. How old were the kids? They were all 10 and 8. There yeah, was a couple nine-year-olds. It was just so, it, you know, it was so bizarre. And then, you Super know, satanic, it yeah. seems like all of this, these school shootings are like this big sacrifice, a blood sacrifice to Molech or Baal or something. Like, it's just so crazy that they keep happening. And then I was reading last night that um, there was 13 people killed in the original Columbine. And I'm like, that for all of the people that they shot and all of the, you know, I mean, they were in there for... And you know, forty minutes, fifty minutes, somewhere around there is like, and they had all that firepower and the bombs and stuff, and they killed thirteen people. Like it's just so bizarre that these occult numbers just keep coming back up in these mass shooting incidents where there's kids involved. It's very disturbing that yeah. those numbers kind of show up in Uvalde is really something else. I don't know that guy. Salvador almost. The, you don't know these guys' background. My understanding is that he had a brand new truck. Where would he get money for a brand yeah. new truck? Yeah. He had he had high end weaponry. Yeah, I, I don't even. I've been shooting for a long time, and I don't have a Daniel de- Defense rifle. Those things are high end. They're you know twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. Low end eighteen right. if you can find one. And he had an EOTech on it. I mean that's a seven hundred dollar optic right there. You know he worked at you know Wendy's. You know when, if you're working at Wendy's, you're behind the ball, dude. Yeah, dude. you're struggling to make your car payment. You're, I'm just saying, like yeah. the real financial world, you don't have 2,400 lying around. No. You don't have 240 dollars lying around. Well, and to have you're working at one of these he had 15. He had bought 1,500 some rounds or something like that. It was like 1,300, 1,400 rounds, and then he bought another 500 or something like that. It was just like, you know, ammo is not cheap. And even if you buy it in bulk, you're you know for a 500 count, you know, or a thousand count, you're still you're still paying five or six hundred dollars yeah. minimum. Yeah. Super sus. You Super know. suspicious. Yeah, yes. I, I just don't know. I, that's why I reached out to you originally was the numbers just jumped off the page to yeah. me. Yeah, well, like, there's weird things going on. They they can, yeah, I mean, we can get into mind control and finding victims online and stuff. Have you looked up Operation Deep Dream? No. Yeah, don't. <laughs> because oh, some of these guys online, man, they're susceptible. They're yeah. susceptible to. There's a spectrum of hypnotism. There's certain people who cannot be hypnotized. You can do all kinds of weird suggestion. You can hit them with a strobe light. You can do whatever. They will not be under influence. And then on the other spectrum, there are people who are super susceptible to all kinds of weird hypnotism. Sirhan Sirhan was definitely one of them. Yeah, and he was. He seemed to have been mind controlled by some guy who wasn't even close to him. His name was Radio Man. This is really heavy stuff. It's not believable, but you can look up Sirhan Sirhan and Radio Man, and somebody was seemed to be influencing him. And Sirhan Sirhan is writing about weird stuff. He's writing about Rosicrucians and well, his, his his Jack Ruby. He was the writing same thing. down. What's up? Jack Ruby, Ruby did the same thing when he started oh. going all crazy. Remember, he started talking about the Holocaust yeah. and all that weird stuff. Yeah, yep, yeah. He went out of his mind. He something happened to Ruby too. So. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's got, a whole other conversation. Yeah, they got but, overdosed for sure. But yeah, we we just finished up an episode on MK Ultra, so we just did oh, like okay, I didn't know. five or six ep- No, just like talking about this, and so you're reinforcing exactly what we've been saying this mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah, okay. but um. Yeah, it gets really. Uh, yeah, American history is fake. It's yeah. all fake. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wish it wasn't, but there's all kinds of things behind all those assassinations. MLK, 
MLK's brother actually died in kind of an SFK smiley face killings death. Like somebody get really? wasted him. Yeah, in a pool. He hmm. died swimming, and his family said he was a great swimmer. Hmm. Uh, it's like a suspicious drowning, you know, in yeah. a contained environment, which is weird. But uh, there's a lot of things missing from a lot of those stories. The stories of MLK is fake, RFK is fake, and the story of JFK is fake. Is oh, for sure. Fake yeah. Oh, yeah, totally fake. Yeah. I, I got a question for you. Um, in your research on the uh, ONA, did you ever come across um, a group out of uh, Sweden called the Misanthropic Luciferian Order? It doesn't come to it doesn't come to mind. I did see that there was Nexians in Sweden, and I don't remember it offhand. And there have been. I know somebody who lives. I don't know his name. There's been suspicious SFK type. Sorry, we lost you for a second there. We're back. Yeah, I mean, it's just that there are little Nexians and little groupings of some of the ONA mm-hmm. in different places all over the world. So they're popping up. Those are the ones that are popping up that are known. So I don't know the unknowns and things like that. But there's, there's definitely seems to be a presence in the Nordic countries. Yeah. The reason I ask is um, there's a band that uh, my brother and I listened to, Dissection. And uh, when I listened to you on the cult rejects talking about the ONA, there's a bunch of common terms used between ONA and then the misanthropic Luciferian order. And they ended up like changing their name to temple of the black light. So I don't know if you'd heard of that. That one sounds, at all, fam- but. sounds familiar. Yeah. So that sounds like one of the next scenes of the ONA. Yeah. They all okay. use the same kind of terms and unique terminology. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, our second episode. That's what it was on, and that was the basis for the um, me looking into it was your conversation with those guys, because it's a band that we've listened to for at least a decade, and there's a lot of you know crazy murder stuff involved with them, and um, I was like, huh, I wonder. Can you send me email me that information, that link? I'd like to look into. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. And there were, we had done a breakdown on one of their albums, or Luke did a breakdown on one of their albums called Rain Chaos. Yep. And um, this thing is, the record is just chocked full of crazy Luciferian stuff. And um, at some point, weren't you saying that in between the songs there was like it, magic? In the songs. In the songs there's it, like ritual magic spells that are being said. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so when you were talking to Derek Gilbert on View from the Bunker about the 21 Dark Gods, you had said the names, you rattled them all, a bunch of them off. And Derek Gilbert said, oh, you know, I, I don't recognize any of those. I just did a bunch of Sumerian, you know, uh, occultist, like, you know, research and didn't recognize any of these names. And I was thinking maybe those names are actually invoking, um, you know, ritual magic or something like that. And that's the reason why they would be different than the names of the gods. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, those are just the names that are listed off in their uh, the ONA's materials, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, but there was definitely in between MLO and the ONA, there was some connections for sure when we were kind of looking at it, but mm-hmm. not one. You know, everything was a connection, but there was a lot. Yeah. And then with uh, that Combat Eighteen, uh-huh. um, is there? something uh numero- numerologically significant with that 18 yeah 18 is a h right 
Okay. Because one of the songs. Yeah, AH is Adolf Hitler. Okay. Um, that's the one that, the, that's the ONA's kind of like a patron saint. Okay. Um, in that album, they have one of the songs is uh, Nexion 218. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a term specific to the ONA. They, they, they've been exposed to the ONA in one way or another. In the, Have you guys seen the uh, Ed Sheeran video, Bad Habits? I've heard you talk about it, but I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah, well, yeah, watch that. That's He's definitely been exposed to Ed Sheeran's been exposed. And you were mentioning something about a group in Germany, Lone Wolf. Was that? Yeah, that sounds, yeah there, there's all kinds of groups that have been ex- bands and groups and people that have been exposed to the ONA okay. ideology. It's it's that's why I call it the global death cult because it's bouncing around through the internet in ways that the world really hasn't ever seen before. Mm-hmm. There, the singer from Dissection, um, he he committed suicide in like a ritual uh, wow. circle of candles and had their uh, it's like the Liber Azarate or I'm, I'm not sure of the pronunciation of it, but he was also a member of the Werewolf Legion in sweden and they were some sort of uh crime organization but when i heard you mention that lone wolf thing it was another connection that i was like well i wonder if that's you know like the swedish version of that group out of germany you wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised at all a lot of these guys are connected internationally so Mm -hmm. wouldn't be surprised at all they were you know influenced by somebody outside of sweden yeah wow do you have any plans for any new works coming up? Oh, I'm busy. I've been I've been working on some projects and just trying to get stuff out. I've been focusing a lot on my podcast, but these other projects I think are going to take up more of my time. So, um, are you enjoying? I, I'm definitely busy. Definitely busy. Are you enjoying writing or the filmmaking a little bit more? That's a good question. I think I'd like the variance. So, like, I enjoyed writing. Then I enjoyed the documentaries, and then I enjoyed doing the interviews, and now I'm kind of headed back to writing again. So, Although I, I, the podcast is interesting, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think really fundamentally I was just a researcher and putting books together. It's very satisfying to complete a book and then have it there, you know, so people can read it. Like since the West Memphis 3 popped back up in the news recently, people are buying that again. And that was a book I published 10, 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I enjoy listening to your podcast, like I said, because you have a quite the the mix of you know you'll have apologetics you know uh, people on you'll have you know it's just uh, regular researchers you know so I was listening to one today and the lady didn't sound like she was you know uh, super into you know uh, religious faith but it, it's just a cool mix I mean you seem to talk to everybody and all of them are very interesting and excited to hear more and see some more uh, documentaries if you ever have time. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I never announce my projects. Yeah. I never announce them. I just put them out because because I've Netflix announced other projects them. and people say, "Yeah, we're gonna we're no, we're gonna sue you." So oh yeah. I kind of think it out and yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. we really appreciate you coming on and taking the time to <laughs> talk to us, especially us being you know a relatively new uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. The last question I had for you before um, we wrap it up. Have you ever been on Joe Rogan? I have not. Well, 
you were on Coindoc Pro, which is even better. So <laughs> oh, there you go. Thanks. But that's better. Thanks I don't. I'll it. never get invited onto Joe Rogan because too many of his friends are friends with Damian Eccles. So I yeah. will never. Uh, yeah. Get invited. I'm not a. People know the the people that listen to us know that I'm not a Joe Rogan fan. So I'm always taking taking jabs and stuff like that. <laughs> I I don't like his his outlook on a lot of things, especially the. Uh, uh, psychedelics and the the drug uses like DMT because I believe that that helps you know open that that realm to that yeah. demonic realm and so I I'm not a fan that he you know very very pro um, hallucinogenics to people so but he's very comfortable with some very sketchy characters some some outright satanists that one guy Duncan Duncan Trussell mm-hmm. who did the show with Damian Eccles so I should tell you something yeah for sure well before we let you go. Where can uh, our listeners find you and um, get your your books and your DVDs? All my books are, you can get signed copies at WilliamRamseyInvestigates.com. You can buy them on Amazon if you like. My videos are on Vimeo under William Ramsey. I have my podcast, like you said, has 700 hours of interviews that I've done with people. People have interviewed me. And that's basically it. I try to be on social media, but you can contact me through my uh, website if you have any questions or anything like that. Yeah, and that actually works because uh, that's how I got in with you. So <laughs> cool. thanks, yep. thanks for slumming. I it. do try yeah. to follow up. I do try to answer my emails. I'm going back to old school, getting off of social media. Yeah, and just going back to sending emails and talking to people that way. So yeah, we good. we don't have social media either, just because of the uh, the giant overreach by some people for you know just going after all that stuff but we really appreciate you coming on um like jake said thanks for slumming it with us um hopefully at some point when we get a little bit better at this you'd want to come back and talk about some other things and uh yeah that'd be anytime anytime we really appreciate it okay all right guys thank you thank you well that was pretty uh badass yeah having uh kind of the uh one of the original gangster podcasters come on and that was way cool yeah i felt like uh the chick from <laughs> from uh um uh saturday night live <laughs> put my <laughs> finger, mary catherine yeah, 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 okay. put my fingers in my armpits when i get nervous i sweat <laughs> and I, <go> like <laughs> I was doing that the whole time i was like william william uh I didn't even know what to say. I was getting all starstruck. That was awesome. That was cool. But I'm definitely going to have to buy a book now and get that thing autographed. I was waiting intentionally because I wanted to kind of talk to him first and then buy one to see if he'd write something cool in there. But mm-hmm. he'll probably just be like, Dear Jake, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and tear all the pages <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Just leave me with just the table of contents. <laughs> he might put a deuce in there instead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was actually really cool that he uh, took the time to to stop and talk to us. And then not only that, but we had some tech, technical difficulties there for a little bit um, because Zoom, and I'm one of the pores, and I don't pay $15 a month, uh, only gives you 40 minutes. So right in the middle of him saying some stuff, we got cut off, and then I'm too dumb to figure out how to send him invites to the new stuff, and it was... 10 minutes of him being like what in the well now you know now you got a new wrinkle in your brain yeah you know how to do it yeah I'll fix it next time Williams so and next time you're on don't worry about it but yeah that was cool yep 
way cool. Yeah. But I still first guest guys. First guest mm-hmm. in the books. Yeah. Um, I do think though that there was a definitely something to do with these occult numbers and that Uvalde shooting mm-hmm. way too um, way too much coincidence there yeah 11:33 a.m come on dude mm-hmm. west to east yeah I mean and it's super occult dude there was until like the yeah the main like, four showed up yeah there's 11 officers in the yeah. hallway yeah and yeah, I listened to that a, Glover breakdown that you sent us. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the whole thing? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, he was uh, he was intense. He was heated. Yeah, I actually told a bunch of people that I work with. I was like, you need to listen to this guy's good stuff here. But um, he was pissed. He was pissed. <laughs> Fire that motherfucker right now! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is. I like when he was like calling that one dude a coward. Man, he was like, mm-hmm. come here to. Utah, and I'll tell you your coward to your face. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he's you know he said some lot of, a lot of really good you know truthful stuff you know assets and liabilities you know mm-hmm. and that made me really think about just life in general you know are you an asset or your liability? We got two assets in this room and one liability right over there. That's prove it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy eyes. Oh. Ah, thank you. I forgot you. the D. Yeah. Yeah. D. You God always, damn. you never forget the D, which is D. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, hey, I played a killer in a bunch of movies. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, I do have a correction from last week. Um, the movie I was thinking about was Identity, where he was the killer oh, yeah. and the killer. Yeah. That's you said movie. it. Yeah, you said it. And I was like, nah, that's not it. You idiot. <laughs> Did I say Identity? Yeah, you were you were you were over there reading them off because I heard it in the oh, edit, yeah, yeah. and then I actually Googled the dude and was like, oh, Jake was kind of right, just kind of. He's usually not, usually not right about most things, like no. Joe Rogan being cool. Yeah, we're tight. Yeah. We hang out all the time. We're actually going to get Joe Rogan on the podcast here pretty soon, guys. Just so you know, he'll walk in and we'll get him a stool. Yeah, here Joe is a York peppermint patty for you. Dude, that's yours. I brought it up for you. I know. I'm going to eat it in a minute. Yeah. I'll eat it right now. Screw this. We had William Ramsey on. All right. I celebrate, can do whatever I want. Yeah, I can celebrate. Celebrate. Right now. Mm. <laughs> this is real, folks. This is real. This is mint chocolate. It's, it's a York peppermint patty from Christmas. Straight mint up. Mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. I like how you moved uh, Bruce Lee into my view. So now I get to see people in the corner. abs and. <laughs> Nipples. You getting a boner? A <laughs> little bit. Mm. <laughs> Half a stock? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not sending any of this to Ramsey. I'm only going to send the, the part that we talked to him about. Intro and outro, not there. Because he, he would never play this on his podcast. All right. We'll play it on ours. Yeah, we'll play it on ours. It's cool. Easy. Um, boners, folks. Boners. Yep. It's a thing. They happen. Yep. It happens. But uh, you guys got anything else before we wrap it up? I don't think so. Well, we haven't been killed by the solar flare yet, so bummer. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, Dude. Dude, what's up? We got the same socks on. And the same shoes. Yeah. Mine are monochrome. What kind of underwear are you wearing? Haynes? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> He's not wearing any. Yeah, free balling. <laughs> Here we Going go. Going commando. <laughs> Who wants a squirrel twirl? <laughs> 
Too bad we weren't on like a video podcast. It'd be the world's smallest squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Pinch zoom, motherfuckers. Be Pinch like, zoom. <laughs> be like taking one of those little like helicopter leaves on that tree out there and flipping around. Like, what is it? I, what I is can't even tell. Why is there so much bush? Yeah. <laughs> well, official. It's been an official Coindoc Pro podcast. We went off the rails. Yeah. Start talking about pubes and. It's a thing. All kinds of stuff. Small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it's a good episode. Um, surprisingly, um, I didn't think that he was going to come back on after we had the first uh, where we lost him. I was like, man, yeah, I guess that was awesome. uh, we'll figure out how to edit this and maybe get like a voice double or something we'll finish this <laughs> but I, that was crazy the stuff that he was talking about with um, Stranger Things yeah. I never even thought about that to be honest mm-hmm. but now that he's mentioning it it's totally his work like all all that shit yeah it, that's pretty wild yeah oh, good job on the spoiler alert dude yeah <laughs> god damn yeah it's cool he's never coming back now he's like that asshole he ruined it for me <laughs> the uh West Memphis 3 thing. Yeah. I. Now that he mentioned it, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, there's some of that yeah. stuff in there too. Yeah, buyers. Yep. Yeah. I was going to specifically tell him, though, tonight that that the shooter from Highland Park had been in several pictures with a smiley face t shirt on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, smiley face killer, bro. And That's, then he brought it up. Like, we were on the same wavelength. Dude, me and, me and William Ramsey are like twins. Why don't you go start your own fucking podcast with him? We're out of here. Come on, Luke. <laughs> Later. This will be. We're out of here. Oh, wait. Yeah. You get out of yeah. here. <laughs> this is Studio G, dude. Um, yeah, I'm going to start up uh, Jake from Cohen Doc Pro Investigates. Well, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. Yeah. Anyway good episode everybody thanks to william ramsey once again everybody yeah. should uh go check out his work um i'm gonna buy a copy of his book so i can get it signed now but on vimeo all of his um his uh documentaries are all on vimeo they're like 12 bucks too so it's like definitely worth it and they're pretty mm-hmm. long too two two and a half hours somewhere around there <coughs> anyway yep that was that was really cool that he came on yep and uh, I think I pronounced most of my words correctly when he was on. Well, right? we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah. You'll you didn't say nuclear. I should have <laughs> asked him about that. How do you say this? I should have been like, William, what do you think about the nuclear fallout? <laughs> or the fact that they're showing nuclear uh, videos to the people over in New York City, yeah. which is pretty weird. Watch it, now, considering considering this week, uh, Putin Putin went to Iran and had a little fist bump meeting with those guys. Putin going to Iran. It's gonna be the Putin clan. Putin Iran. Yeah, we'd have to do some. Yeah, we'd do some weird stuff. Anyway, all right. Well, we guys, 
We're going to finish it off, episode 21, William Ramsey Investigates was our guest today, and hopefully Luke, a.k.a. Pruitt, doesn't drop the ball and totally screw us and uh, not get the occult rejects on here. That's my plan. Yeah. So I don't have his contacts now that I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy eyes. That was pretty good. Yeah. Was it was the good. sound. The eye. Oh, and the eye. Yeah. It, looked, it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get the occult rejects on next month and then we'll start looking for some more, maybe once a month, try to get somebody on here. If you have interest in coming on, talking about conspiracies you may know about or anything like that, hit me up, hit us up at info.cohendocpro at yahoo.com. Other than that, go listen to William Ramsey and Cohen Doc Pro and be cool. See you guys next week. Oh, later. Thank you.